shadows of the globe, carrying nothing more than a pair of gauntlets and a hamster. I'm talking, of course, about the tourists. Tonight, the tourists present another in a great series of comedy as they talk about ghosts. Some of our facts are factual, while most of their facts are not. Bumbling through the subjects of man, they're just tourists in a world they don't understand. And now, ghosts. Boo! What am I? I'm a ghost. Are they real? That's what we're going to talk about tonight on the Taurus Podcast. I'm Manish, I'm your host, and here with me is... Sean, how you doing? And... I'm Patrick. Hello, hi. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty, I want to define what ghosts are. So we're going to go to a Wikipedia. In traditional belief in fiction, a ghost or specter is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear in invisible form or other manifestation to the living. Now, we've got a special guest with us tonight to talk about ghosts. Now, let's welcome our friend, uh, Carrie. You are a ghostologist. Well, that's that's not entirely accurate. Oh, make it more accurate for me. Well, I mean, technically, I'm a paranormal generalist. How would you define paranormal generalist? Well, the fact that I'm a generalist means I don't have to define it. That's That's part of the job description. You just... Anything paranormal is in your realm, so to speak. That's right. That's right. It, it gives me a lot more opportunities to get consulting gigs that way, as opposed to, say, just being a straight ghost hunter or, or an exorcist. Okay. Well, we're here tonight to talk about ghosts, whether or not they're real, whether they're angry at us, whether they're God's retribution for living a sinful life. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you guys think right now? What do you think? Ghosts, real or not real? Well, for me, it's it's hard to say, <laughs> you know? You know, I, f- I felt, feel like I've felt spirits in the area before, but it also just could have been a warm draft coming in my house. So I'm, I'm really undecided on the fact of whether or not ghosts exist. I'm going to respectfully uh, suggest that they don't exist. You know, I can't say for sure if they exist, but I just know in my heart I want them to be real. I just feel like the light that they have inside of them is something I want inside of me. So... For them to be real, it would be awesome. Now, uh, Carrie, as a paranormal generalist, have you seen ghosts before? Oh, absolutely. I see them all the time. Do you see any right now? Right here? No, there's sort of a bad energy in this particular room, <laughs> but they're in, in, the, in the general vicinity, there are quite a few, actually. Hmm. So are ghosts like uh, geocaching? You kind of just find and you kind of roll up, oh, oh. Three degrees north, four minutes north, or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in a certain sense, they're, they're sort of like that. They just don't tend to hang out in the same spot all the time. That's a, that's a myth, by the way. That, okay, That all they're right. stuck to a particular place. But yeah, I mean, if you've got the right equipment, you can, you can sort of zoom in on them, triangulate, as it were. Right, okay. I thought the larger myth was that ghosts don't exist. So, I could be, I could be wrong. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, though. I think that is the larger myth as to whether they actually do exist, which, you know, I'm eh, a little pessimistic if they do. Well, I think another myth is whether they or not they go to the bathroom, because after we saw Ghostbusters and, you know, Slimer went right through, you know, Bill Murray, you know, he left some residue behind, the ectoplasm, so right. was that cosmic doo-doo, or what was that, you know? Well, I think 
we need to get Bill Murray on the podcast and see if that was a real thing or if that was just movie magic. Um, 20th Century Foxes, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters <laughs> 2, Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. Ghostbusters 4, Escape from Las Vegas. And this is a call-out to Bill Murray, official call-out from the tourists. Uh, we want you on our next podcast. Or Venus or Serena Williams. Preferably Venus, but yeah, that, that would be my dream guest. I'd prefer Bill Murray. Anyway, about ghosts, if I can't see them, how do I know they are real? You're looking at me on this one, so I feel like I should take it. <laughs> well, you just seem like... You know, you knew about ghosts as a generalist and as a fabulist. And you've admitted to seeing ghosts before, so... Yeah. That's true. Well, I am gifted with the sight, right. which does allow me to see things that other people can't see. How much does it cost to get the sight? A pack of cigarettes. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're in, the, in the Supermax, just a pack of cigarettes will be enough to give you the, uh, the surgery that you need to get the sight. Mm. And like some old man just... Whacks you on the head and says you have the sight now. Yeah, pr- pretty much. That that was about it. I felt a little gypped. I thought there was going to be a bit of a ritual, but but a good a good uh, you know brain realignment was all that it took. Hmm. You now we hear a lot about uh, different types of ghosts. So what's the difference between a ghost and a poltergeist? Well, a ghost is a general term. Uh huh. Just sort of like saying a person. A poltergeist okay. is kind of like a ghost ethnicity. And just to be clear, ghosts are not people. Is that correct? Now, do ghosts have different ethnicities, I guess? Is that so fair to say? Thing. Ghosts do have different ethnicities? Or poltergeists. Or poltergeists. Yeah, well, poltergeists are an ethnicity. But that is a specific ethnicity. Well, well, so how, s- yes. how so, though? I don't understand how ghosts work. He's saying that a ghost would be like a normal person, but a poltergeist would be like a foreigner, like okay. a dark-skinned person. Just to clarify, a ghost is not a normal person. Is not or is? Is well, not. In his example, he's saying, let's say a ghost is a normal person. Well, to, to be more clear to you, let's say a ghost is a ghost. Um, you know, you may see a ghost in this particular area. He likes a specific type of music, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but, you know, this ghost over here uses chopsticks. The point being, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, poltergeist is an ethnicity. It's a place, it's a culture. Get to know it, you know. What other ethnicities of ghosts are there? Well, you've got your apparitions. Apparitions, uh-huh. okay. And, uh, you know, uh, well, those shades. Shades. Oh, sh- shades are the worst. Oof. I mean, they just... They just sound bad. They, yeah, they just... They're lazy, they're unclean. Uh, hard to pull down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like a troublesome sort. Am I in danger from shades or even from poltergeists? Shades, not so much. I mean, really, they're just sort of the moochers of the ghost world. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at, at most, they would just sort of bother you, give you that little tick in your ear. You guys get that, right? Feels like there's a roach or something in there sometimes. Yeah. Nope. All the time. Yeah. Right. That. That's the shades. <laughs> well, you know, like on Dr. Oz, when he says every night at least three spiders crawl inside your mouth and lay eggs. So I feel like, you know, it could be ghosts, not spiders. What does Dr. Oz know besides being... A terrific surgeon. That fact sounds a little embellished. If I, I would, I'd like to stand on that. That sounds embellished. Uh, you can stand on it, and it will support you because it's that firm. So you're welcome. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think he's acknowledging that. Yes, indeed. Uh, the embellishment police. We got him. Oh, got well, him. Some of those facts may have been uh, embellished, but you know. Don't you feel like that you're being possessed sometimes? Like you're not in control of your own life all the time. All the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I'm high. 
Well, even when you're not high. No, I feel pretty in control. Really? Is this a common thing for people? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I feel in control of my body and choices. Well, that kind of leads into my next question. Why do ghosts exist in the first place? Now, for me, it would be like if I wanted my favorite sports team to win a game. Obviously, I would ask for ghosts or somebody to control the team so that they could win and get to the pennant. But also... You'd have to... In that scenario, wouldn't you have to bribe the ghosts? Give them something they'd want in return? You know, in the movies, they always want something. They always say they have unfinished business. Do you think that's why they're always around? They have something they need to do? Well, if you saw the show Deadbeat with Tyler Levine, which is uh, 20th Century Fox's sponsored by Hulu Plus... Uh, he is, in fact, a medium who helps the ghosts finish their unfinished business. So I, that's probably why ghosts are still in, if they are, on this earth at all, why they would be. But I have so much unfinished business, and nobody ever helps me. So why do ghosts get this special treatment? Why do they get to talk to people who do nothing but, you know, assist them? Because they'll haunt them otherwise. Hmm. Is that not correct? Uh, as a paranormal generalist? So it sounds like the ghosts have a strong lobby. You know, a lot of, a lot of power. A lot of so- social power. So they can... Is that... I mean, is there any way to, you know, sort of even things out? I mean... I mean, you can't shoot them because, you know, everything goes through them because they're... You can't shoot them. Are you proposing legislation in favor of preventing ghosts from, you know, forcing people to deal with their problems? You know... I think to do so would be to legitimize the existence of ghosts, which I don't think exists. <laughs> so I think the best way to handle them is just, uh, you know, kind of treat it like, um, I don't know, uh, the GM vehicle recall. Just stop talking about it, you know, and then we'll all forget about it. It'll be history and then put the brakes on it. Is what put the brakes on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, before we move on, I want to know, have any of you... Besides Carrie, of course, had an experience with a ghost, or a spirit, or a specter, or a Chinese person? No. No? Nope. I've not met any Chinese people. Well, I have had an experience with a ghost I'd like to share with you. So we'll call this section Story Time. So I was on my way back from Louisiana to Charlotte, and I stayed overnight in Auburn, Alabama, and I stayed at what was called a sleep-in, and so I got in the room, I was talking to a friend about the movie Paranormal Activity, which I thought was a documentary at the time, it's not, don't be fooled by it, it will make you believe things that are not real, but anyway, I was talking about how frightening that movie was, and so then I opened up my computer and I sat down at the sofa, and I heard a weird noise come from the bathroom, and I thought, that couldn't be my bathroom, could it? And so the noise went away, and then all of a sudden, the TV turned on by itself. And so I freaked out. I looked for the remote. It was right next to the TV. I turned it off, and I sat back down, kind of scared. But then I heard the noise from the bathroom again. And guess what? The tub was on. Yeah, the tub was on. So I went back. I turned it off. I sat in the room, and I was, like, debating, should I leave? Should I stay? And I said, I got to call the front desk and talk to them about this. So I picked up the phone. And I explained very irrationally, very quickly what had happened. And all I heard on the other end was, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, I can't hear you. So I just hung up the phone, ran downstairs, and I told the front desk person about it. 
She laughed in my face and said, you know, we've never heard of anything like this happening. So they gave me another room. And the funny thing is, when I saw the receipt months later, guess what street I was on? Easy Street. Spirit Drive. Spirit Drive. Yeah. Wow. 100% verified truth. Yeah, so that's the end of story time. I've had an experience with the other world. And, you know, it frightened me, but it also made me think, did that ghost want to hurt me? Or did that ghost want me to relax? Because the ghost drew a bath, turned on the TV, cut off all communication with now, the outside Manish, world. It sounds like what happened was you were in a room with some bad plumbing. Bear in mind you're at a sleep in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, these places don't get the kind of maintenance that uh, a Holiday Inn Express would get. Or, well, I got like the food chain at, at Weston. I um, should point out I uh, named my own price on Priceline. Thank you, William Shatner. Um, also, how does the plumbing affect the electricity and the phone line? Again, you know, you're in you're in an Econo motel. Uh huh. They've got a bad a bad landline connection. They've got a you know it's just it's the, Manish. What I'm trying to tell you is, stay at a Holiday Inn Express. You'll thank me. So if I'm understanding you correctly, one of the most amazing things that has ever happened to me, one of the most unexplainable things, is explainable. We're gonna have to defer to Carrie on that one. I think. Yeah, absolutely, it's explainable and not. Not in your super, like, denying kind of a way there, Sean. Okay, all right. I mean, what Manish saw was, in fact, a, uh, a spectral visitation uh, oh. in, in the common, you know, parlance, as it were. Mm-hmm. Could you interpret based on the events what the ghost wanted from me or what I should have Yeah, done? well, you know, what most people don't understand is that these ghosts are trying to build up a, a kind of karma as it were, so that, yeah, so that they can uh, move on. Reincarnation, sometimes people get stuck in between reincarnations, and they're, you know, you were tired, you've been driving back from Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. I was tired. Right, probably a little smelly. Um, yes, okay. okay, so we'll take that. Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> he just wanted to give you a bath. Yeah. Yeah, let you know what was on the television. That's all there was to just, it. Just being friendly in general. Right. I knew I knew a friendly ghost one time. What was his name? Casper. Oh. Yeah. The whole thing checks out. You actually knew a Casper who was friendly? You, well, yeah. I mean, there's only one. Okay. Is yeah. this the one they, that's popularized by the cartoon? What cartoon? Okay. There's, um, there's yeah. also a movie. The Bill Pullman. E.T. 20th Century Fox. I saw E.T. E.T. Yeah. Wasn't that where... I think he was on no, the bike and he was going over. That's a, that's an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. Aliens and ghosts are a little different. Uh, you know, okay. no, they are. Okay. I don't okay? know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they are. I don't know. You can, can see aliens. You can't see ghosts. You can see. You, you can, can see, see some ghosts. I mean, I don't know. Can you see ghosts though? When's the last? What's the last alien you saw? Oh, I saw when that I Tom saw Cruise movie Edge of Tomorrow. There were a lot of aliens in that one. I was gonna say when I saw. Independence Day, on Independence Day, that was with Friday. Kurt Russell was the president. <laughs> Kurt Russell was the president. Uh, Will Smith was not the president. And he was the president elect or something. Jeff Goldblum. Speaker of the, was the House. President. Jeff Goldblum was also like, president. They were co-presidents. Well, it was president and prime minister. Of America. I think you're mixing up the details, but the whole point is: yeah. can ghosts become? Oh, can aliens become ghosts? Yeah, aliens are just space ghosts. Coast, coast to coast. coast, yeah. So, you guys are referencing things I don't really understand, but that's fine. Okay. Just... It's not important, but I just feel like, yeah. is there something 
that within people and aliens that's similar enough that we can both be ghosts the aliens have souls like we do well that's what i, I was going to ask is uh, you know do would aliens consider humans space ghosts if they can't see us no that's they just don't ridiculous. know where if they don't know we're no. here as american no, humans no, no, no. they know they know where america is patrick so i feel like it's a misnomer to say that aliens would be space ghosts because no, they're they're space ghosts We'll have to d agree to disagree on that I, I one. Because I, I think know. when aliens come down and reign supreme on us, that they will be able to, to touch them. You know, we don't want to make them out to be the bad guy. Otherwise, we'll make them scapegoats, and that's a very terrible situation <laughs> to be in. Yeah. Did you guys ever see Chubby Rain? I did not. It was about ghosts or aliens. Same thing, <laughs> right. of course. Coming Space down ghosts. through the precipitation of our uh, infernal atmosphere. Which is actually, it's not infernal because we're not in hell. <laughs> it sounds like a, Just wanted a good I word to put there, but sounds I. Sounds like a strange movie. Well, it starred Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. um, and it was directed by Steve Martin, a uh, host of other people. I think Heather Graham was in it. Okay. Um, phenomenal movie. The point being, uh, you know, while I don't believe in ghosts, while I don't believe in aliens, uh, they certainly do exist, and, you know, there are ways to get them to come down here. I'm not going to say any more about it. Sean, let me ask you a question. Wouldn't it be a great like? Would it be great to know that ghosts are real? What would be so great about it? You would know for certainty whether there is an afterlife or not. You would be able to communicate with loved ones you thought long gone. You could have access to information you would only know through spying. Would you though? Because Carrie brought up the point that sometimes they're in between reincarnation. Which, if is in fact true, that's kind of like being in a purgatory. So we don't know if they, in fact, could get to heaven or hell, or if they're simply reincarnated after they escape the spectral sphere. Well, we don't know their ultimate destination, but we do know that once you, you know, kick the bucket, you can still float around and spook people, especially loved ones, because I know plenty of people who I'd like to haunt if I die. Yeah, I'm afraid you don't get to choose there, Manish. I don't get to choose who I haunt? No. Do you no, get the, do you it's, get... a, it's a lottery. Ah, yeah. lottery as to whether you are a ghost at all. Or... No, 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 no. Oh, no. It's it's if once you are once you've been selected for for, for ghostmanship. Okay. There's no. a lottery on. on so it's like know. a charter school or something. Are there some people that go straight to reincarnation? They're reincarnated right after they're pronounced dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Other, others... I mean, for, the mo for the most part, for the most part. White people can choose to, to be reincarnated wherever they want to. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. As whatever so kind of animal? Yeah. Are they reincarnated as humans or other animals? What's the deal? Whatever you, whatever you really feel like. Wait, don't yes. you think that white people will just choose to be reincarnated as another white person? Thereby, there's a whole endless cycle of white people becoming white people. I mean, while coloreds and minorities have to, you know. That does happen a lot, which, is, which really explains why our music isn't really that good. Hmm. I'm going to have to beg to differ with you there. Uh, you know, Eric Clapton, at some point in his career, has been called God. Um, There's also Graceland by Paul Simon, which is transcendent. Phenomenal album and a masterpiece in its own right uh, in terms of socio-political economics. Absolutely. And there's also uh, Bono from U2. Okay. I can see the argument for that. There's, like, there's an like argument to be like made there. There is an argument. Godlike, right. thus as such, for being a god. Unfortunately, the edge, is the, unfortunately the edge is not here to defend that claim. But 
I just the edge is more of a sound architect. But, yeah. Well, but now, I mean, you talk about ghosts, but what's the Bible say about ghosts? The Bible says, "Thou shalt not kill," and so you shouldn't create ghosts. So they are already afraid of them because they know if there are too many, they'll take over the earth. It's true. I mean, I think ghosts are a terrifying yeah. possibility. Leviticus also says man should not lay with ghost. Ghost well, is not going to take over the earth. Okay, let's just let's just get that out there. They're not going to go coast to coast. They may. They may, but if you think about the actual matter of ghosts, and again, this is another question I'd be curious to ask Carrie here. Um, you know, how much does a ghost weigh? Is it affected by the 9.8 meters per second squared of uh, force towards Earth? You know, gravity um, and stuff like gravity. That. You know, George Clooney, Sandra Bullock. What I mean, what's 20th Century Fox? I, what What are the answers to these questions? Well, Sean, there are just some things that we don't know about yet. Uh, how they interact with our world. For example, they're more affected by triangles than they are with any other type of geometry. Ah. Uh, and that goes back to the old Euclidean uh, theorem uh, from ancient Greek times. Right, right. Yeah, which, has, which says that three points and man shall know no more. I'm not really sure what that means, but it definitely has a bearing on ghosts. There's a lot of mysteries in life. Some that we don't want solved, like what makes the tide go in and out. We don't want to know that. Well, that's so we actually do have an answer to that, and and it does utilize Euclid's original ponderings, if you will. Okay. About the moon? Um, no, about uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, uh, right, okay. right. It, it ebbs and flows, hence the quote unquote disappearance in the Bermuda. It's not you're not really disappearing. Ebbs and flows. Right. Ebbs and flows. The triangle. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm disappearing. Like a ghost. Yes. Speaking of ghosts, let's get into our first game here. This is called Guessing Game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off a name, and I want you guys, carry your feel, feel free to play as well. Now I'm going to say a name. You tell me whether this is a ghost or current, current head of state or government. You understand the rules? So it's either a famous ghost or somebody in government. The current head of state or government. Sure. Pay attention next time, okay? All right, first name. Marie Louise Coleco Preca. Ghost. Uh, head of state. I think that's a head of state. She is a head of state. She is a member of the Labor Party and was elected to the ninth presidency of Malta in April 2014. She is a graduate of the University of Malta and she wears eyeglasses. Malta's not a country. I'm gonna yeah, say that name was too long to be a ghost. Do they drink Malta beverages there? I can't, I don't have that information on me. Malta. They, they often enter altered states. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Alright, next name Kate Morgan. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say ghost. Kate Morgan was a ghost. Born in 1865, she was an American woman who died under mysterious circumstances oh, and is thought by locals to be a ghost at the Hotel Del Coronado in Coronado, California. Nice. Fun fact. Next name, Jorge Borgoglio. Head of state. Ghost. Head of state. Head of state, he is also known as Pope Francis. He was born in 1936 and is the current Pope of the Catholic Church. In which capacity he is Bishop of Rome and absolute sovereign of the Vatican City State. I was wrong. He really was a ghost. Oh. 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 Hey, uh, Manish, if you're going to be uh, pronouncing these names, you got to start pronouncing them correctly. How do I say that name? George? Johnny? Regolio. Regolio. 
But uh, there were some some of the earlier I was a little concerned with. You know, I just Kate like, Morgan. I feel like you're George Bush in it a little bit. <laughs> what name did I say incorrectly? You said Osama bin Laden. I did well. There was that earlier called. name that was very long. Kate Morgan. Right. Maria. Yes, Conchita. that was the one. Alonzo. Kate Morgan. I said Kate. Morgan. Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning. All right. How about we continue? Uh, Theodosia Burr. That doesn't sound like a real name, so I'm going to say not applicable, not real name. You have to answer, Patrick. <laughs> Final answer. Clearly, it's a ghost. Head of state. Head of state. She was a ghost. Theodosia Burr Alston, born in 1783, was the daughter of U.S. Vice President Aaron Burr. Senator Aaron Burr. Her husband was governor of South Carolina during the War of 1812. Ray for Alston. And she was lost at sea in the Outer Banks at the age of 29 in the year 1813. With Blackbeard. End of story, right? Wrong! Jump cut to 1869. Dr. William Poole is called in to treat a poor fisherman's wife who is close to death. The doctor offers to throw what treatments he can to ease the poor woman's pain, but there's little he can do. She's in the hands of God now. The fisherman is grateful, but has little money. Instead, he offers up an unusually fine oil portrait of a young woman and asks if this is sufficient payment. Dr. Poole is shocked. The portrait is worth a great deal of money. How did you come by this painting? The doctor asks. Many years ago, a young woman drifted ashore near Nag's Head. The woman had no memory of who she was or where she came from, and the only item in her possession was this fine portrait which she clung on to. What happened to this woman, the doctor asked. Why, she's right here, the man said. She's my wife. The man handed the doctor the painting, but the woman left off the bed and shouted, It is mine! You shall not have it! I'm on my way to visit my father in New York, and I'm taking this picture of his darling Theodosia. With that, she grabbed the canvas, rushed through the door, ran down the surf, and walked straight into the ocean. The next day, the portrait washed up on the beach, where it was retrieved by the doctor. A descendant of his later sold it to an art dealer, who in turn sold it to a member of the Burr family, where it still exists today. Well, let me just start by saying that story doesn't sound true. That's, I found it on two different websites. So eat that. Well, well you know, if it was true... I, I guess the moral that we're supposed to take away from it is what comes around goes around. Okay, you understood that the woman who died in the ocean was the woman who was sick and had the painting, right? And it was well, the, the man said that, but then she went into the ocean and died, and then the painting came but she back. Was also in the in, end. She was in the portrait as well. I don't know if that was clear. You, I mean, you said that, but it, it just didn't make sense. What does that have to do with ghosts? She haunt, She supposedly died at sea and then came back with the painting in the painting. Uh, I don't know. I think she was just an identity thief. Which was a terrible movie. Which I thought this story was going to get a lot more uh, spooks and chills out of you guys, but that did not work. Yeah. Um, so final name, Sarah Soul. Vermin? Sarah Soul Vermin? No, Sarah Soul. S-O-U-L-E. Sarah Soul. Soleil. Soul. Soleil, I believe. Soul. Soul. I'm going to say ghost. Head of state. Ghost. Ghost. Actually, the Sarah Soul is a ship. Well, also a ghost ship known as the Phantom Schooner of Harpswell. Two young men, George Leverett and Charles Jose, commissioned the building of the boat and fell in with the boat, uh, fell in love with the boat builder's daughter, whose name was Sarah Soul. Both men pursued Sarah, and in the end, George won her heart, which caused both George and Charles to become bitter memory, bitter enemies. Memories. They became bitter enemies. Um, I don't know what happened after, but the ship sank. A bunch of people died, and people still see the ship. The important detail is that George is an asshole. Fuck George. He should not have taken that girl from his friend. Whoa, you whoa, know, whoa. What, what, what? Chill out, what, man. What? Show some respect for yeah, these. He didn't show respect for his past. friend. They were both in love with her. They both should have parted ways, left Sarah to herself. No, I mean, None of these people it, would have died. 
you know, the best man gets the woman, and George was obviously the better man in that situation, and he deserved the woman. Well, I think, he died in the end, I think. I didn't read the whole story, but, you know, fuck George. But was, people are going to die. They all die um, in the end. Yeah, but this it was heartbreak. And, you know, if someone says they love you... I feel like you're, they, latch, you're latching onto the wrong thing about that story. You've been on the wrong horse. And though. that story, the, the, the main point we need to take out of that story is that's the basis of Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I don't see how... 20th Century Foxes, Pirates of the Caribbean, A Dead Man's Chest, uh, Black Man's Pearl, I think that's another one. There was only one Pirates of the Caribbean movie and they never made a sequel. Let's just get that out there. I wish they made a sequel to it, but they did not. You were just confused about everything. No, because if they made a sequel to Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl from 20th Century Fox, it would have been great, but they did not make any sequels because they knew they couldn't surpass the original one. Back me up on this, Sean. You know, Manish, I'd love to, but I think you had a bit of a Freudian slip earlier when you said bitter memories. Uh, and I think there are some that you are indeed hanging on to. Well, and if you'd like to air them out with us at another time, you can. You know? But look, we're just trying to get to the bottom of ghosts here. We have a special guest, and you're wasting his time. Yeah, okay, Carrie, he's do a, you feel I like... MIT. Carrie, let's say hypothetically there were two ghosts in love with a female ghost... And oh, gosh, you're still those... going on about this? No, no, this? shut up. It's not what you think it's about. So both of the ghosts are in love with the female ghost, and they really want her, but their friendship is too important. Yeah. Should they not, you know, let the other ghost go on her way and say none of us will make a move? Well, there's a third option there, of course, What's which that? is they can share the female ghost. Okay. Menage, menage well, my, my question would be... That sounds a bit ghoulish, but... I don't think ghosts... Do ghosts have reproductive parts? The answer is probably not. Well, and also, making babies here? Can they have? Do they have emotions? Can they feel things? Would they feel love as a ghost? Right. No, and I'd say no. No, they don't feel love, but they certainly feel lust, which is really ah. of the two the most important. But do they have parts as well? Because as far as you know, the Casper the friendly ghost, I don't remember him, him having any man parts. They're always depicted as being angry. Well, he was also a boy, so he you know yeah. also they had boy parts. He didn't have boy parts either. He didn't. As far as, I mean, I, obviously it's a PG movie, but he didn't have any shorts on. Or he could have like been that. an aborted fetus, but I will say there is a there is a takeaway here that I'm gonna I'm gonna take from Carrie's thing here, um, and that is this. You know, ghosts feel lust and not love. So does that mean Carrie that while we're here, you know, in the off chance, well, of course we're a couple white guys. We're probably not going to be ghosts. We're going to get the reincarnation good start. Mm -hmm. um, the deal is, do you love while you're here, lust in the afterlife? Or are they lusting the afterlife as punishment for lusting too much here? You know, I think what Sean is saying, business in the front, party in the back. Is that cool? He was not talking about mullets, if I that's your mullets. insinuation. I don't, okay. But uh, you know what I get, I'm getting at, right? No. Because it's like, do you treat your whole life like it's a test and then save the party for when you die? It's definitely not a test. It's like it's it's more. I would say it's more akin to a video game. Okay. Huh. Yeah. This is this is more like a, a video game, and you know sometimes you hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. You know, where the cartridge goes bad. You guys still have cartridges, right? <laughs> yeah, and then you blow on it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't right? even know what you guys. But are talking about. Sega Genesis made by Twenty Century know, Fox. Yeah, you you turn off the television. And when the tube goes out, there's still a remnant of an image on that. Okay, well, you know, I bought Grand Theft Auto 4 a couple of years ago, and that was a game in itself, but it also came with some downloadable content, some DLCs, and those felt like an entirely new game. So is it kind of like what 
you know, antiquated technology you're talking about, or is it like new stuff where I can get expansions if I pay and, you know, get to live a whole new game after the original game? 64 bits about as good as it gets when it comes to life. Uh, no, that's disappointing. You know, yeah, you know, I think, you know, I'm going to revert to my original belief system here, which is that ghosts don't exist. And I, I, you know, I hate to discredit our guest here, Carrie, because you've been such a phenomenal presence on the show th this evening. But, you know, you're living in the past, and I think that you may yourself be a ghost, and so you're actually more of a ghost apologist. What, you just said ghosts don't exist, but you think he's a ghost? Well, you know, like in the ghost recon sense. Okay. Like he's a ghost apologist. Well, let me say that I am touching him, and he's, I can definitely right. feel right. that there's bones and meat on his body, so right. I'd, I'd say he's not a ghost. Yeah. Not but, a ghost. But a ghost apologist, you know? Okay, yeah. But Living, that... Stuck in the past and, you know, hoping that ghosts exist. Mm -hmm. And... You know, some people say you should hear both sides in school. There's one side. Ghosts don't exist. Well, you know, I someone think... like Mick Jagger would argue, how can you deny the existence of something? That's like basic logic right there. You can't prove something doesn't exist. You can prove more easily that ghosts exist than you can prove they don't exist. I was hoping exist. you didn't bring up the Mick Jagger defense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's tough to counter. Yeah. Well, Carrie, let me ask you. Uh, do you have any examples you'd like to give us of interactions with ghosts? Any specific interactions you've had that may change our minds? Well, I have some some very well-documented uh, interactions with ghosts. Most of them are pay-per-view, so I'm not going to bring them out today because uh, uh, I personally don't have a subscription to the channel. It was it was actually taken over uh, by a media conglomerate that I won't name uh, that puts out a number of movies. But, yes, there have been a number of interactions that I have, both, you know, from... Hunting ghosts, mm -hmm. to being hunted by ghosts, okay, uh, to even you know liaisons with ghosts. Huh? Yeah. And why would you be hunted by a ghost? Just general, they want to scare you. No, no, really. It, the thing about ghosts is that they're sort of monomaniacal. Okay. So you know, you you piss one of them off, and and then they'll just they'll just chase you down for a while. It sounds also like velociraptors. Uh, can velociraptors become ghosts? Velociraptors? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They can become ghosts. So this is where I'm drawing the line. Any kind no. of animal or di and or dinosaur can become a ghost? Well, not dinosaurs because they don't exist. But you velociraptor. said velociraptor. That's a, that's a dinosaur. What? That's a dinosaur. I mean, I no, think we've established dinosaurs, dinosaurs all died about 12,000 years ago, according to the Bible. And then... Um, <laughs> Thus, thus spawned maybe possibly. You can't just keep dinosaurs. saying thus and thus so thy, okay? And you need to actually respect the scripture. The scripture says the world was thusly created hitherto, 14,000 years ago. Patrick, I'm on your side, but you got to make it easier for me. I'm sorry, you know, I'm. I'm paraphrasing the Bible. Yeah, okay. paraphrasing Listen, Bible. I don't know. I don't know the Bible word for word, but I'm paraphrasing here. If I have any advice for you, it's read your Bible as interpreted by experts. And spay and neuter your pets. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to our mailbag here. Our mailbag comes to us from Jason Hawes, or questions to ask Jason Hawes. Uh, Jason is the founder of the Atlantic Paranormal Society, aka TAPS, which is based in Warwick, Rhode Island. He's the main star and co-creator of Sci-Fi and NBC's. Also a joint production with 20th Century Fox, their long-running unscripted reality TV show, Ghost Hunters, which is in its eighth season, and it airs in nearly 170, 170 characters around the world. Isn't that nuts? 
So you, you lost me with that long introduction. Shoo. I don't know what we're doing. Okay, first question. We are getting our mailbag based on questions. That okay, questions. Yep, famous, sounds good. No, a famous questions. for real ghost hunter. Questions, let's go. When you need a new investigator, what criteria do you use? What are you looking for in a new team member? I guess I'll start. Yeah. Uh, I'd look for how strong are they, how much equipment can they lift. Um, that brings up a good question. What kind of equipment they... do you think you'd need? Equipment? Yeah. Um, you'd probably need like a wand, like ultraviolet wand. A butterfly um, net of some sort. A butterfly net, maybe a spear gun. Yeah. And whatever they had in uh, the ectoplasm stuff, mm -hmm. whatever they had in Ghostbusters, you'd, obviously you'd need that. You probably need a copy of Little Women because in case the ghosts were, you know, volatile, you start reading to them and they'll be touched by the story of you know tiny females. So that book is like six thousand pages long. It's though. a long book. Yeah, in case you need to be there a long time. Almost longer than the Bible. It, well, it's pretty long. Nothing is longer than the Bible. Let's again, Patrick. Come on. All right. Next question. I'm getting ready You're to... You're not letting them answer? We already got a good question, and Sean seemed like he was ready to pass okay. that one up. No, I have a good answer. Hey, how about the person who asked the mailbag questions gets to control the mailbag? Is that cool with you? No, it's not. I feel like we all deserve a say. <laughs> you need to be pushed down a flight of stairs. Uh, that wasn't a question. That's not a question, is no, it? No, it's not a question. I'm getting, re getting ready to buy a house, so how can I tell if it's haunted without actually spending the night there? Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese. Yeah, ghosts are notoriously sensitive to par Parmesan cheese, and Romana, for that matter. What about yeah, lactose intolerant? That's, that's why, that's what, well, it has nothing to do with lactose. It, just, it has to do with the, the particular herbs and spices and trace minerals that are found only in Parmesan and Romana cheeses. What if the ghost was lactose intolerant in a previous life and therefore would not even go near the cheese? Well, I think that's the whole point. Then you'd get them out of the house. Oh, apps, okay. Right? Yeah, so I guess this explains why uh, I haven't seen any ghosts, because I got a lot of Pecorino Romano in my fridge. <laughs> you got a lot now, of Pecorinos to, in your house. Do you have to throw it throughout your house? Like you throw the cheese all over the place to get the ghosts, or I, just I, if it's in your... Put it in a big pile. Put it in a big pile, like in a saucer. Okay, like on your kitchen table? On the floor. On the floor? Yeah. Okay. And just let it just let it sit there. See, I'd be inclined if you to have cats. that up. Just don't I'm worried about my first. cats eating it. Well, then you're evil. If you have cats? Yes. Well, I have cat allergies. Well, I don't, too, cat, so. I don't, cats are fine. Cats are like the demons of the animal world. Well, I don't know. You know cats are more like the poltergeist of the animal world. I, I think that's pretty good. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, Thank sure. You. Thank you. Would the dogs bestest. be the shades? Is there any difference between looking for the typical ghost or looking for something like an elemental spirit? Yes. Uh, answer too soon. I thought you were just going to say element. So, no. <laughs> like a Honda element. Like I thought you were looking for like plutonium. Um, and I was going to tell you, yes, it's a lot simpler. You know, I asked a question and I got an answer, so I'm happy with that answer. Anybody else want to add anything to that? Yes. Yes? Uh, no. Okay. My answer is no. Oh, uh, all right. I'd like to add yes. My answer is no. Okay. Next question. Very well said. Jason, you always recommend reading up on the paranormal before investigating. Is there a new technique or the latest study of an author that you have explored or employed? First off, my name isn't Jason, okay? These questions are for Jason. Oh, We're okay. answering them because we are now the experts. Okay. Well, secondly, um, I'd say read the Bible because that's what 
I should do before I look for ghosts again. Yeah, Sean also recommends that you read Kyle I, yeah, I recommend the autobiography of Demi Moore. Oh. Okay. Do you feel what, like kind her... of, what kind of insights does she have that would help in ghost hunting? Well, I, I saw a documentary about her life where she had an actual ghost visitation with a, with a former lover. Guy who was a, a bouncer at one point in his past life. Yeah, and, and so she's, she obviously has a lot to say about the subject. She also has a lot to sing. I'd be like, it'd be one unchained melody. I'm I remember sure. that story. It starred a, a lion, um, Patrick Swayze, and Roseanne. Is that Roseanne right? Roseanne Barr. Roseanne. Yeah. They were all in the story. Yep. They were uh, trying to help story. her out. They actually originally tried to cast John Goodman for the role. Huh. Instead of Roseanne? No, instead of the lion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next question. Do you have any limitations on the type of technology you use? My mind is honestly blown with these questions because there is no technology that's going to find ghosts. Um, Carrie, Carrie made the only legitimate point about triangles thus, thusly acting in threes. But I think, I, I would say yes. I mean, there, there's some technology we just simply don't have yet. because like Snapchat. This isn't a 20th Century Fox movie where we're in the future because we don't have all of the, like Ghostbusters took place in I think tw year, year 2150. Uh, and they right, had, it was 22nd Century Fox. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they had further technology to use in that instance. Well, I, you know, really, any, any kind of advanced modern-day technology is going to work, especially the ones that have the, the new vacuum tubes in them. Definitely the good for those. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the, cathode rays are really going to be effective these days, nor can you transport them easily on your person. What about x-rays? Um, you can also get like those, you know, UV lights on your phone or something. Look, no UV lights, no catheter ray tubes. None of this stuff is going to work. There are no ghosts. I mean, can we can we wrap our heads around that? Like, who just by a show of hands on a podcast? You know, clap clap if you agree. I, I think you are just in. You know, this actually. Segue, I got the Bible guy. It's good. The segues into our last question: How do you deal with critics or naysayers? And I deal with oh. them. I deal with them by saying you are being close-minded. You don't want to be open to the possibility that there's more to this world than you see. Um, I think there's a lot that we, as humans, can't really perceive with our limited senses. Which is why we use the Bible. It explains all those things we don't have answers for yet. But we use our limited senses to read the Bible and interpret it. Well, on that note, I was going to say, I'd say to my critics that no, I haven't read the Bible enough. But surely I'll read it again, and then thusly I will know much more about... Thus words and Thank how they're God. spoken. Pay particular attention about how you shouldn't work on the Sabbath because you do not take it easy on the Sabbath like oh, you should. Oh, that's, that's actually a different religion. That oh, is a different oh, religion. Oh, my, my goodness. That mm -hmm. is Rastafarian. But uh, the, Bible, the Bible does say you can't eat pork unless it's the tip of somebody's penis. Huh. I don't recall that section, but... Carrie, how do you deal with naysayers? Well, I just explained to the naysayers that you know, obviously, as humans, we're incapable of fabricating things that aren't there. So the fact that some of us have actually seen ghosts mm -hmm. should be sufficient for everyone else. It's, it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm making money and going around and being a celebrity with this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You're well, not a celebrity? No. Let's no. explain how easily we're able to get you there. Um, no, we, we paid him. We did? Yeah, we paid, Patrick gave him some cash. Yeah. Okay. And you bought him Hardee's, too. I bought him Hardee's and gave him about 
two thousand dollars. Whoa, whoa, yeah, it's much better. It's much better than the food. I mean, I, I dipped into the podcast security fund, but I think it's well worth it to get a guest of this magnitude. That was supposed to be for Bulletproof Fest for when we do our gun episode. Anyway, well, I, that wasn't made clear to me. Yeah, it's fine. And now, obviously, as somebody who's interested in the Bible, it says, "No man shall heave a gun towards another man." Thusly and thusly shoot him. So I'm, you know, I'm totally against. I totally, you're, you get it. You're right there. Totally against guns. Oh, per, ne, perfect phrase. As Moses per, said, as Moses said in the desert, lock and load, my people. Anyway, so we've come to the end well, of our episode. That's why Moses wasn't Christian. Yeah, he was a genius. Anyway, uh, we've come to the end of our episode. Genius wasn't the correct word. What was the correct word? Jewish. Oh, okay. I need to reread that section. Anyway, we've come to the end of our episode. Let's get to our final thoughts. My final thought: Carrie has convinced me ghosts exist. He has shown unequivocal proof that they he's witnessed them, and I feel great for having him in this room and him sharing his knowledge with me. Patrick, what have you learned? I mean, I've learned that ghosts could be out there. But in the end, are they out there? No. As Jesus said, no. Ghosts are not hitherto in this sphere. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what Sean's going to say, so let's go to Carrie real quick. What have you learned from talking to us? I've learned that I really probably need to get a better PR agent. <laughs> you sure do, buddy. Uh, Sean, what have you learned? I also need a better PR agent. And uh, I think the big takeaway here for me, aside from the fact that ghosts do not exist, is that uh, we're just a couple tourists in a world that we clearly don't understand. Well, that's it for us. So uh, have a good night and, uh, you know, make love to each other, please. Thank you. Hey, Carrie, can you give me back $1,000? Like, I think I gave you too much money. I've already given it to the bookie. Oh, see, that's a problem. Well, see you later, everybody. Does my penis look weird? <laughs> <laughs>